Welcome to Multifamily Real Estate Investing, presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I'm the founder and CEO of Mara Poling. Happy to be with you today to discuss another topic that I hope will be of value to you regarding multifamily real estate investing. And that is how you can build your own annuity using multifamily real estate. Annuities are very appealing, simple, put a lump sum in, I get cash for a long specific period of time or possibly for my entire life. Simple, easy, what's not to like about it? Well, we like a lot of things about annuities and there are elements of annuities that can be improved upon significantly by building your own portfolio or investing in a portfolio of multifamily real estate. That's what we're going to talk about today. A couple of items before we dive in there. As always, if you have questions, you can shoot me an email, pat at marapoling.com, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com. I would also encourage you to go visit marapoling.com, in particular, the Learning Center. We have a update coming this uh, next week, multifamily real estate update dated April 21, 2020. This is another in the series of updates we've been doing on how multifamily real estate is performing and responding to the intentional economic slowdown that is the result of our uh, response to the COVID-19 virus and pandemic. So please join us then. You can also go to the Learning Center and you can watch a recording of the session we did uh, last week, uh, as well as the session from uh, two weeks before that, I believe. So you can get lots of good updates uh, there and I encourage you to, uh, to do so. So let's get on to today's topic. Uh, build your own annuity. Well, before we can talk about how you build your own annuity, we ought to talk about what an annuity is. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that many of you are familiar with annuities. Uh, probably some amount of you own annuities, and that's great. We uh, continue to advocate for diverse portfolios that include equities and fixed income instruments in which um, an annuity would fit into that category, at least that's how we would describe it, as well as real estate. We absolutely advocate for people to have um, commercial multifamily real estate in their portfolio. So let's talk a little about a, a, an annuity. So an annuity is basically a way that you can go buy a pension. Remember the good old days when we had pensions? Uh, when I first started my career quite some time ago, I went to work for the Bell System uh, prior to divestiture, which if you're not familiar with that term, my age really shows there. Uh, and the very first day I was on the job, uh, one of the first topics in the orientation that was covered was what my pension was going to be when I retired some 30 or 40 years later. Uh, that was very much the model at that point in time. You went, you went to work for a company and you stayed there for your entire career. And when you retired, you got a certain amount of money every month. Well, an annuity gives you the ability to buy a pension. You take a chunk of change and you go to an insurance company and you say, I'd like an annuity. I'm going to give you this much money or I want this much money coming in every month. One of those two numbers that you have to start with. They do a few calculations and then say, okay, great. This is what it's going to look like. You give us X, uh, 
will give you y every month for 10 years or 20 years or for the rest of your life, whatever it might happen uh, to be. Uh, so lots of things really enticing about an annuity. It's uh, simple from that standpoint, right? It's an easy thing to do. It doesn't require any ongoing uh, management. Uh, I've got a, a guaranteed return. Uh, annuities, the insurance companies, they invest in pretty secure stuff. So you're looking at things like treasuries and um, uh, uh, government-backed mortgage debt, uh, really good, secure investments. They also invest in real estate. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. So very secure places. So you're really looking at a pretty solid piece of income. It's not as uh, risk-free as investing directly in treasuries yourself uh, and holding those. Um, uh, but it's a slightly different payment as well. I'll talk about that here in a second. So there's a lot of things very appealing about investing in an annuity. And while we're not going to argue today that or advocate that you shouldn't have an annuity in your portfolio. So if you already have one, that's great. And if you're contemplating adding one, we think that's great too. What we are going to advocate for is in that calculation, when you're looking at an annuity, give some thought to building your own annuity using multifamily real estate. And so I want to go through and talk about uh, some uh, characteristics and parameters of each of an annuity and then what that would look like if you built your own portfolio, as many as you of you are doing, or if you invested with a firm like Mara Poling. And in particular, we'll be talking about our total return fund, which is structured to operate over a very long period of time. So it can operate very much uh, like this annuity uh, comparison that we're going to go through. So let's start with income because that's why you invested in annuity. Uh, you want a certain amount of money coming in every month or you've got a certain amount that you can invest and you want to optimize that amount of cash that you receive. Now, there are a million flavors of annuities. I am not an uh, investment advisor. I'm not giving you any advice on annuities. Uh, I'm an accountant and I can do math. And so that's what we're going to do today. I have access via the internet, just as you do, to a wealth of information about annuities, including some quote capability. And uh, I've done a little bit of that work today so that I can share some numbers with you. And, uh, and that's my intent to do that. So we invest in an annuity so we can get some income. I hopped online this morning and went to three different uh, websites. And again, these are uh, insurance products. Uh, they may be sold by an insurance company directly. They may also be sold through an investment firm. So I went to three different places. They all had online calculators. And I put some data in, essentially data for roughly a 60-year-old man, male, uh, with a life expectancy of another 22 or 23 years. That's what the charts uh, were coming up with. Uh, and so we plugged that information in and we plugged in $100,000. Now we use $100,000 as the investment amount because it's a nice round number. It's easy to kind of do the math on in terms of percentages uh, and the like. So we put $100,000 in and the calculators on average said that they would pay out annually five and a quarter percent. So about 5,200, almost $5,250 every year, a little over 400 and something uh, a month. So not bad. 
right? You know, you put $100,000 in and you get that nice return coming back. One of the things about annuities, though, to keep in mind is an annuity, especially one of these single payment annuities that runs for your life, it has no end of term value. So part of what you're getting every month is you're getting back a portion of the $100,000 that you put in. When you actually do the math on this, and I'll tell you how I did the math, what we end up with is about three and a half percent of that five and a quarter percent is principal and a little less than two percent is the actual return. And here's how I did that calculation. Again, I'm not an annuity expert. I just know math. So uh, I, I get 400 and some odd dollars a month from that $100,000 investment over the 20 plus years period of time that I did the uh, input for. And what I come back with is an implied rate of a little under 2%. Think of it this way. You can think of an annuity like a loan. You're going to loan the insurance company $100,000. And in return, they're going to make payments. And they're going to make payments to you over a period of time. Now, it can be confusing a little bit because uh, many annuities, if not most, are uh, lifetime annuities. So you get that money until you pass away. Well, you might pass away sooner than expected, sooner than the mortality tables would say, and you might live beyond that. Well, that kind of means either you lose a little bit of money or you'll make some money. And on an individual basis, it kind of works out. But this is really pretty much like Las Vegas, right? It's a law of large numbers. They don't sell one annuity. They sell thousands and thousands and thousands of annuities. So there's this big pool of risk, just like you have a bunch of gamblers when you go to Vegas. And some gamblers are going to win money and some are going to lose money. But on average, they know that there'll be a certain amount of percentage of loss. And that's how Vegas works. Well, here the same way. Some may die a little sooner, some may die a little later, but they know these tables are pretty accurate. So they can really count on when they do the math of using that actual time frame. So that's what we did here. So you're basically loaning them $100,000 for that period of time. And when they make a payment to you, part of that payment is interest, is the gain that you're experiencing. And part of that is the return of the actual money that you uh, that you put in. So we can work backwards and say, all right, if my payment is X and my period, the number of term uh, months involved is Y, um, and I'm putting $100,000 in up front, then we can manipulate and come up with, well, what's the interest rate? Well, it's a little under 2%. So most of the money you get every month is your $100,000 coming back to you. All right. So keep that in mind. Now, if you look at real estate, in a real estate environment, that's not what's happening. The cash that you're getting is cash from the actual operation of the asset, right? Tenants pay rent. There's operating expenses that come out of that. There's a mortgage payment that comes out of that. Any other cash expenses, everything gets paid, and then the cash that's left goes off to the investors. If you're doing that yourself, as many of you are out there, you'll know that there could be a pretty wide range of cash that you'll experience. You might have uh, some properties that are barely cash flowing or just breaking even, and you might have others that are cash flowing six, seven, eight, nine, even 10%. Uh, in our total return fund, our target return for the first five years, and that's an important element here that I'll get to in a minute, 
uh, is 8%. And historically, the assets that we've owned, uh, that's a reasonable expectation, we think. Um, even if it was 6%, let's say it's 6%. Uh, so it's kind of comparable to what you'd see from an annuity. It's 100% return. None of it is capital that's coming back to you. So from that standpoint, you're going to see better returns out of investing in real estate. Now, I mentioned that one of the places that insurance companies put their money is in real estate. It's actually one of the largest competitors when you get into the larger products, right? So if you're looking at thousand unit properties or a 5,000 or 10,000 unit portfolio, insurance companies are very active in that space in terms of purchasing those. They also purchase them uh, and can pay relatively low cap rates because they're looking for a secure long-term return as opposed to trying to optimize the return uh, in the uh, short term because stability is such an important factor. Um, so one of the things I'm fond of saying when people talk to me about annuities is annuities are great. You can also just cut out the middleman. You don't need to go to the insurance company. You could invest in the real estate directly yourself. Um, what about growth? So that annuity, you're going to get that five and a quarter percent return. And again, remember that includes some of your own capital coming back to you. You're going to get that month in and month out for the balance of your life. In this example that I used, it's a little over 20 years, 20 years and change, but it's fixed, right? So 10 years from now, 20 years from now, it's going to be, you know, 70% of that from a purchasing power standpoint or 50%. Um, real estate, that cash flow is going to grow. Uh, in particular, in our fund product, and that's because in our design of the fund, we've structured it so that we hold individual assets only modest periods of time, five, seven years, something like that. Uh, but then when we do a sale, we do a sale exchange and we purchase a replacement asset. And that replacement asset is going to cash flow at a higher rate because we're rolling in the gain and we didn't have to pay tax on it. That's the 1031 benefit. And you'll, you can find sessions we did about 1031s if you look through the, the list of all, the, uh, all of all the episodes. And so that means our cash flow can go from 8% to 12% to 15, 16, 17, 18% over that length of time. So you'll see a growing income in real estate. Now, if you do that work yourself, you can absolutely experience that. You've got to do all those things, right? You've got to do the 1031 and all those pieces to make that happen. When you finally pass away, right? And we're all going to do that someday. The day will come. Uh, if you've purchased this lifetime annuity, and again, there may be some structured a little differently, but the kind that we're talking about today, um, it just, you're done, right? The 100000 is gone that you originally put in, and so are the payments. The payments stop. You pass away, the payments stop. If you own real estate, well, the real estate simply passes on to your heirs, to your estate, and the income it's generating continues, right? So the, the payments don't stop from that standpoint. There continues to be income. So it's not only income that's realistically larger than that annuity because the annuity is really only giving you a couple of percentage points of return and it's growing over time but it also continues after you pass on now, as we said it's very secure and stable it's invested in treasuries 
It's in very invested in other vehicles that are very secure. But a lot of those have to do with real estate. One is they actually buy real estate directly. The other is, and this is probably a larger portion, uh, is investment in mortgages, right? So insurance money ends up being some of the money that we borrow on a regular basis to leverage our properties. And we pay right now three and a half, three and three quarter, four percent. Uh, that insurance company has to make a little bit of money and pay for their own operations. So some of that disappears, which is why there's only a couple of percent to flow through to the individual product. So it makes sense from that standpoint. But like we said, annuities are nice because it's easy, right? You write a one-time check for $100,000 to the very nice salesman or saleswoman, salesperson that's going to help you. Um, a decent chunk of that probably goes to them in terms of a commission. These are pretty lucrative products for that industry, but good for them. We don't begrudge anyone the need to, uh, to make a buck. Um, but you put that 100000 in and you're done, right? There's nothing more you need to do with that annuity. You don't need to, on a regular basis, um, go find new tenants like you would if you were building your own portfolio and managing it. Uh, it's very simple. Uh, there's, there's really nothing much to it, you get a statement on a regular basis. Well, we've structured our total return fund very similarly. We do all of that heavy lifting. It's not like building your own portfolio. If you build your own portfolio and you really enjoy doing it, great, knock yourself out. You do need to, in doing that, put some plans in place for what happens when you're no longer able to do that and someone else needs to step in, whether it's a family member or someone else that you trust, a trusted advisor that's going to step in and operate it for you. That's part of the benefit of investing in something like our total return fund is it's very similar to that um, investment in an annuity. It's a one-time check. You put the $100,000 in, you get your income on a regular basis. You get your uh, statement on a regular basis. If you have questions, you pick up the phone and call, but you get those other benefits that it's a higher return and it grows over time and there's income for your heirs and so on and so on. I mentioned that when you get to the end of the term, and there are annuities out there that are structured differently, but this simple example we're using here, I, I think is very illustrative. When you get to the end of the term, which for a lifetime annuity means the end of life, it's worth zero. The 100,000 has been given back to you. Now, if you have built your own portfolio of assets, when you get to that place that you pass on, your assets are going to have gone up in value, most likely. It's possible you've had some issues and maybe they haven't or they haven't gone up as much, but they're going to have gone up in value. How much? That's, that's a really tough question to answer because in a owner-operator portfolio, especially one that's focused in the residential space, um, that growth curve can be very uh, broad and have a large range to it. So the 100000 might be worth 200000 It might be worth 300000 It's really hard to tell. Our modeling, and again, this is based on our historic 1031 performance and what we uh, can forecast in the future, says that that 100000 by the time you get 20 plus years down the road, is going to be $400,000 or more. And I think we're being pretty conservative from that standpoint. So in an annuity, you're getting a fixed return which has a majority of it is your $100,000 coming back to you. It's flat for the entire 20 plus years. 
it's easy to invest in, but there's really no value when you get to the end of it. If you do the same thing in real estate and build your own portfolio, you can absolutely perform better, but you've got to take on all the additional work and be comfortable with the fact that there's going to be some range of performance. Our total return fund is built to take those last couple of pieces out of the play, give you some diversification so that you uh, have a more stable performance over time uh, and still give you the ability to have it be very easy to invest in. The last piece of the puzzle would be taxes, right? So when, <coughs> pardon me, when we talk about uh, the return portion of the total return, so that's um, income and growth and taxes, when we talk about that tax piece, um, it's important because it's part of what drives the growth, but it also gives you an opportunity to incre increase your after-tax returns long-term. So on the annuity side, there's not a lot of tax element associated with it, right? There's, there's no depreciation. It's not structured as that kind of an asset. You don't get a K-1 that says you lost money. There's no 1031 for two reasons. One, it's not real estate, right? Annuity is not real estate. The insurance company might invest in real estate, but you haven't invested in real estate. So you get no 1031 benefit on the growth in the value of those assets. But more importantly, your annuity actually hasn't grown in value, right? It's, it's, been, it's been turned completely into cash flow. So there is no 1031. And there's no step up in basis, again, because there's nothing left to leave to the heirs. In the real estate world, we do get depreciation. We can execute 1031s. Uh, when you do finally pass the 100000 original investment, which is turned into, again, do it yourself, maybe it's a couple hundred thousand, several hundred thousand. In something like our total return fund, it's 400000 500000 600. Um, can be affected by a step up in basis, meaning the tax that's been deferred for those 20 plus years uh, can be wiped out and can, can disappear completely, making it extremely uh, tax efficient uh, as a vehicle. Now, none of that argues, as I said, to not have annuities. If you like annuities, if you already own an annuity, that's great. If you are thinking about putting an annuity in place, I would absolutely encourage you to take a look at using real estate to build your own annuity. And you can do it the exact same way. You can start out with, well, I need this much income, therefore I'm gonna make this size investment. Uh, or I've got this much cash to invest. Let me look at what kind of return uh, I would get. And then you can do the comparisons for yourself. Uh, and in doing so, you may make a decision to do a little bit of both, right? An annuity and some real estate. You may decide to do one or the other. Uh, we strongly encourage you, if you don't have any multifamily real estate in your portfolio yet, strongly look at adding some. It is such a resilient and strong uh, asset class that um, whether you work with us or not, uh, please take a look at adding some to your portfolio. We really believe it will uh, help stabilize and improve the performance of your portfolio, of your diversified portfolio uh, over time. And if you already have some in your portfolio, congratulations. 
And now you've got to make a decision about what kind of weighting you want to have. Is that going to be 2% of your portfolio or 20%? Um, I, I'm a real estate guy. I really like real estate. I believe in real estate, obviously. I still own stocks and bonds. Uh, and that's because I'm going to have a diversified portfolio. And we absolutely would encourage you to uh, give thought to that uh, as well. And then talk to your accountant and talk to your attorney and talk to your banker. Talk to the people that are in your advisory team that you have there uh, so that you can come up with a portfolio that makes uh, sense for yourself. So shoot me questions if you have any. Don't forget our session coming up on the uh, 21st. It's 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Go to marapoling.com, M-A-R-A-P-O-L-I-N-G.com to register for that session. And don't forget to join us again next week for another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Poling.